Welcome to another episode of Fire Team Fire Pack, the Destiny 2 podcast brought to you by Tree City Gaming. All right, and we are back for episode two of the Fire Team Fire Pack podcast. It's your host, yes, MCO the Sky King. Yes, sir. It's MCO. Got my man Tree kid. City Kid. Yes, Tree City Kid with me. Um, and we're back with another episode, man. Um, this is gonna be kind of the mid-season season of Talking Dawn. Talking about season of Dawn, Re- Destiny Two. Yeah, the season of Dawn. Uh, re- uh. I don't know, review, I guess, mid-season. So keep in mind, they're probably going to, you know, we haven't had, like, uh, legend mode of the sundial yet. There's still some some things to come. Yeah, there's still some things to come, and we're, we'll it have a... a pretty weak calendar, but there's still a couple of things coming. Right, and we're going to have another podcast before the end of the season to talk about it. So this is just, like, mid-season impressions. Yeah, we're um, in the, the peak of the dawning. Yeah, um, um, so right now is the dawning, as everyone knows, uh... You know, you're baking cookies. Baking cookies again. Baking cookies. I don't choose to participate because I hate this fucking event. But for those that choose to do, um, Eva Levante is in the tower. She has um, quests that you can I do. Um, you did? You got the new one? Mm-hmm. Um, so she has... Uh, she the has, same oven. Yeah, the oven that you can masterwork. Um, she's in the tower. Uh, she has bounties that give actually double XP and bright dust. So yes. that's what a lot of people are. And they're pretty easy. Yeah, so that's what a lot of people are using during the dawning to hit uh, 100 on the battle pass really quickly and just getting their reserves of bright dust up. Honestly, mine aren't too bad. Like, I still have like 18,000. It's a new dawning weapon, so. cold front. The yeah, there's SMG. cold front and avalanche. If you didn't avalanche get those things, back, yeah. oh yeah, I guess it has random rolls now, so you can get the freeding frenzy rampage roll everyone wants. Yeah, um, uh, I have, I literally, literally, I hit fire. <laughs> when I tell you, I haven't seen one cold front and crucible. That lets me know I don't need to chase this. It's, shit. it's not really that great. I know it's not good. I haven't seen one. I actually just got exit strategy like er, earlier this season, and I use that a lot. Nobody uses one. that in PvP. I use that a lot. I've never seen anyone use that in I PvP. Niggas. That's crazy. But anyway, <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's been happening uh, in Destiny as of late. The past couple, like, week has been kind of dry other than, like, dawning, week and a half. We got a banner um, for this season. Um, and we'll talk about the banner quest. Not a lot of people like because not banner. a lot of people like that. I think um, people are just fed up with Iron Banner. I think yeah. as a activity, it's it's past its prime. Well, the reason why people are upset is because there's no end game PvP right now, so it's pretty much just banner. And, and banner sucks. Banner sucks. <laughs> so that's the problem. I think if there was something else to do PvP wise, people wouldn't care as much. But since it's like all PvP players have to look forward to, it's pretty bad. I feel like they should bring back the Iron Temple and do re- revitalize Iron Banner to be something other than just control. Well, the problem that they're kind of stuck in, and uh, Lono brought this up on uh, Say No to Rage. Uh, shout out Lono on YouTube. Everybody should check him yeah, out. But check out Say No to Rage. He, he brought up a good point that I think a lot of players have to keep their expectations realistic because with the way they're churning out content now and the fact that they split from Activision, they don't really have the resources to put in all of the shit that we want them to do. That's, really just kind of adjust what we already have. But obviously, he was just saying today... They have so much shit in the game that they could delete. 
or just get rid of, you know, get rid of all the, like he was saying this, get rid of all of the blues and whites and greens in the armor. Just take it out the game. Like, we don't want it. It doesn't serve a purpose anymore. Like, it shouldn't be in the collections. Like, it shouldn't... Right, but it's not necessarily about, like, deleting shit. It's about they they don't have the resources to make more shit than they're already doing with the seasons. That's what I'm saying. Because I feel like just already with the... Because they have to ship out a new season. What if they just did Season of the Iron... Well, that's a different thing. They can have a season... Like a Rise of Iron season. Well... That's and that's that's the thing, right? They need a season just focused completely around PvP, and then that's when they revitalize it. Yeah. When they have a whole the whole team focusing on PvP, and that's actually so our is, first point. We here. thought that this uh, season was gonna be, you know, Trials of Osiris because they told us renewed focus on PvP, and I don't know why everyone just think that everyone knew trials. it was gonna be everyone knew it was gonna be Osiris, and that's so they thought it was gonna be Trials. Uh, okay. But but like that that is that was like the consensus, right? I think people just want trials. So anything to say trials, they'll say trials. But. I know, but I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying if Bungie just focused their efforts on making Iron Banner cooler and put a lot of emphasis onto Iron Banner, it would alleviate that whole need for trials, or for at least people just wanting to something new in PvP. I think, I don't even think that's the problem. I don't, because realistically, nobody's going to be happy until Trials back. So they can do everything to Iron Banner. Nobody yeah. will care. Realistically. Uh, people just want Trials. And that's, I don't understand why. Because I follow s- multiple people who just outline, like, the comp experience. And, like, being realistic, when people are losing, what do you do? Switch to Air until you're dead. That's what Trials is going to be. Hacking and Erentil. Is that what you guys want? There are things that need to happen sandbox-wise before I want to even touch Trials. Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't want Trials either. I'm saying I would rather them make Iron Banner better. I would rather them focus on the sandbox and then make Iron Banner better. Because sandbox changes need to happen. Before Iron Banner is an enjoyable experience. Personally. Personally. Like, that's where I'm at. I think, and that's what I, and you know, I could be wrong. But that's what I think Bungie is getting at. Like, there's a lot of things that they can do to improve the game. But bare bones, the game has problems that need to be fixed before we can add anything. Which is why we haven't gotten trials yet. And I 100% agree. That being said, we haven't seen them do anything to make it seem like we're getting somewhere. This renewed focus on PvP doesn't make me think that Trials is going to be any better. Like, what have you changed to make me think that trial? Oh, we threw elimination into Crucible Labs. That doesn't make me think that Trials is going to be any better than when you got rid of it. That's my problem. So, like, before we, you know, suggest anything that they can do to, like, add on to and make better what we already have, they need to strip down what we already have and fix that. You know, Aaron Till. All these other problems that are in the game. You know, this linear fusion rifle meta that came out of fucking nowhere. Like, these things need to aim assist. These things need to be looked at before I even want to touch trials. I'm being honest. Well, I don't think those are things that are going to change. And that's and that's honestly what it comes down to with Destiny a lot of the times, right? It's like, we're waiting, like... <laughs> and And, you know, just going down this list here of some of the sandbox updates that have happened... 
to their credit, you know, a lot of, you know, they added double stacking mods this season, which they, you know, let us know they were going to do last season. So that's cool. It gives you a little variety, a little, a little difference in how you want to set up your, uh, what's it called? Loadout. Loadout. Yeah. Your loadouts. So that's cool. Um, but with that, you, you know, this linear fusion rifle meta arise because of the the pinnacle this season for the crucible it's the komodo fsr4 or whatever the artifact it's called. Mod. yeah and everything this season was kind of just focused around precision weapons obviously that includes linear fusion rifle so it was just this perfect storm for this arbalist meta in the crucible which you know has i'm to be fair it's kind of it's definitely slowed down it's died down a it's bit. died down a lot but you still see but it those was annoying few... and like, I just didn't play Crucible. It's still annoying, but when you just get domed by an Arbalist when you know you shouldn't have just because all the aim assist. But, again, those things are going to happen. Um, Especially if you can stack a double enhanced when you're yeah, fusion rifle mod. that's going to happen. So, that's that was one of the first issues that ran in, we ran into day one. That's the mod, Dynamo. That I couldn't think of it earlier. But the Dynamo mod, day one, people were, you know, Glad and Chevy and all the PvE people are gonna, they're gonna get into the, uh, what's it called? The place on the Callus's uh, ship where you can test stuff. Tribute Hall. The Tribute Hall. They're always gonna get into the Tribute Hall and start testing stuff whenever a new season starts. So they went in, day one, we can double stack mods, let's see what we can do. And they found out that the Dynamo mod was uber super uber buffed it was instant super you throw on six uh the six coyote if you're a hunter dodge Dodge. twice and you have super it was super broken so bungie was like whoops (laughs) and they disabled that like two hours into the season so that was fun i was at work so like thankfully i haven't put that back in in i don't think they did no i don't think you can still equip a dynamo mod yeah because that was like uber bugged and honestly I, i i never used it anyway um but yeah, I was at work just on Twitter, like, oh my god, I, I, not, this is about to be terrible. I get to go home and play this. And then thankfully they disabled it because they were like, this is broken. But so that was day one. But we've come a long way since then. Um, big talk uh, in the PvP community um, is skill based matchmaking right now. A lot yes. of players, top players, are voicing their opinions about. How they're not having fun in Crucible. Um, Everyone's got an opinion right now. Yeah, everyone. Except for the Bungie community managers. (laughs) Yeah, but people, top players are just kind of upset. And I felt it too. Anybody who knows me knows I'll rant about it. But if you're a top player and you have a certain elo, a certain amount of time, hours logged, it'll just constantly match you with the sweatiest players. Thinking that you can handle it because you're good at the game. And that just doesn't make for an enjoyable experience for top-tier players. And then, you know, on the other side of the spectrum, you have lower-skilled players who are voicing, you know, their support for skill-based matchmaking because they feel like since it was implemented, they can, you know, have fun in the Crucible and they can have a laid-back experience because they're not constantly facing sweat lords. And what people don't understand, and this is the point that I, you know, I've gotten into many Twitter conversations over the past week about it, but what people don't understand is that top players, we, because I feel like the misconception is that people think that top players just want to have easy lobbies at all times, we just want to wreck people all the time, and that's all we want to do, and that's how we get our giggles. That's not, that is not what top players are asking for. Not most people, and those people who do enjoy doing that, screw them, okay? What most reasonable top players want, we don't care if we win or lose. We just don't want to constantly have to face people who are trying their hardest to win. 
all right? Now, that's really what it comes down to. For me personally, it's facing six stacks constantly because the game thinks that I can handle that. And it's just like, maybe you can, but I'm constantly having to sweat. I'm not having fun doing it. And it just doesn't make for an enjoyable experience for the players who get matched with me because the their, whatever their balancing system is in the lobby thinks I can handle five blueberries on my team who can't handle anything. Here's the thing. If I had, if, if the game was six, I, if I had five other players on my team who were just as good as me versus six people who are just as good as me, I would be fine. But that's never how the game chooses to balance the lobbies. And that's what top players are frustrated with. And a lot of people have voiced this, too. Yes. Like, you're not alone. You've... A true Vanguard, Nkutch... Everybody. Uh, everybody. Rick Kakis, Mtash, everybody has talked about it because it's very evident if you're a top player, and I'm sure it's even worse on PC with their, you know, their player base. So it's just like... It's just one of those things where I feel like people on the other side of the spectrum just don't really understand what top players are asking for. I'm perfectly fine sweating my ass off if I have comparable teammates who can help. But that's never the case. And that's the problem with skill-based matchmaking. So Bungie, they haven't... Another issue that kind of happened on Twitter is a, a, a content creator. Um, his tag is Wish Your Luck. Goes by Wish, I'm pretty sure. Um, he got blocked by DMG, and it kind of brought up a lot of the questions about crucible just because he he's very vocal about a lot of the problems that the pvp community is facing and the fact that bungie's been kind of quiet on them they were supposed to have a renewed focus this season on pvp and as a pvp player personally we haven't seen much we haven't seen anything really you yeah. know what i'm saying they've been very quiet on it so i don't know it's just it's one of those things where i'm i'm hopeful because over the past however many months since they split with Activision, a lot I feel like a lot of the things I've been asking for in the game have happened. You know, and it's just one of those things where if you play the game so much, you're on you're gonna constantly critique it, you constantly want it to get better. So obviously we're always gonna have things that or suggestions on things that they can do. But I, I'm really I'm hopeful that they're working on it. Because again, a lot of the things that I've asked for you know, I, I have, like, a mental checklist, are things that have been implemented. And we have to assume that Bungie knows these things. Yeah, and they're, and that and that they are listening. You know, the the director's cuts that they put out, winning at the at the eSports Awards, uh, or not even the eSports Awards, the Video Game Awards, excuse me, but winning Best Community, Best community yeah, yeah uh, management team, like, things like that are, are why, you know, they win that, is because they do listen and they do respond to the community. So I feel like a lot of these things that the PvP community is asking for, it's it's just because we want them to react quicker because we're constantly playing PvP. Mm -hmm. You know, just in Fort uh, Shadowkeep, like I said, we got, we got playlists, we got um, a freelance playlist, which made it so much easier to rank up in comp if you're a top player. Um... At least personally, I know some people we feel like... We did get a, con a connection-based playlist. Some people feel like it's harder to level up, but yeah, we got a connection-based playlist, which is it turns out to be terrible. Um, but if there were more... Yeah, and that's getting to... If, if, the, if the rest of the playlists, maybe, were connection-based... Yeah, and that's the thing. We just need more connection-based playlists, because when you have everybody going to a connection-based playlist... It doesn't work lobby balancing wise because the lobby balancing is still it seems and they, they they deny this but it seems it's still skill based 
when you're dividing lobbies, which is the problem. Again, I'm fine with playing, and most top players feel the same way. Fine with playing players my skill level. I just want players who can help. <laughs> that's and that's never the case, you know. Um, so we kind of already touched on Iron Banner um, trials. So you know, with this, <laughs> so with trials. we touched on trials too. We did, but we didn't really touch on it in relation to Season of Dawn because yeah, Saint Fourteen Saint is 14 back. Does seem like he's well. Have... Saint Fourteen came back. Um, because we did the quest and people, there was the floating shotgun in the hangar and people were like, well, where's Saint-14? And it took a week. And again, shout out Lono because he predicted this. He said, well, I bet he's going to come on Friday reset because that's when trials would happen. And lo and behold, a week later came and on Friday, everybody went to the tower and Saint-14 is fucking there. And all around his ship, the Grey Pigeon, are fucking Trials of Osiris banners and fucking candles, just like year one trials just like how brother vance had the candles when you uh had to go to the lighthouse or in d1 excuse me that's exactly what happened when saint 14 showed up so everyone was like oh confirmed trials is coming back boom there it is and again bungie hasn't said anything but it does seem like hey guys wink wink trials of saint 14 it's coming yeah so people are gonna be happy people are happy about that but I just feel like there's other things that need to happen personally before I'm going to even want to play play it. Because I already know what it's going to be. Ear and Tills, Not Forgotten, Spare Rations, Mindbenders. What if it's on some dope shit, though, and St. Fertine's like, these aren't allowed or some shit? Uh, no. No? Nah. Mm -mm. nah. <laughs> People hate being lit. Getting to the Iron Banner quest, which we didn't talk about. People hate that you have to use a rocket launcher. What if it was just like, this weapon is disabled for this activity? People would not not go for that. Not go for that at all. Not I mean, the people that. that you don't want in that playlist anyway, though. I'm not saying personally I wouldn't go for it, but as a company, they would alienate a whole big group of their people. And honestly, I don't blame them. They shouldn't limit how we play. You can use whatever gun you want. I mean, it's not alienating them from the rest of the game. It's just something that they don't have to play. Just like Gambit something you don't have to play. I hear you. And a lot of people have suggested this, that they just limit... Cross suggested it. How about we, each week, we have like certain play certain loadouts that you have to use. I don't think people would go for that. They You want to use a shoddy, or a, you know, hand cannon snipe, you want to use a hand cannon snipe in competitive. Like, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't have to use a fusion rifle because Bungie says so. Like, no. I don't think people would go for that. I personally don't like that, even even if, you know, there are other problems. I don't, see, I don't see it so much as them telling you what to pick, just telling you these things you can't, just like, but that's telling me how to play. If I can't use something, that's telling me how to play. But they disable guns like like it's nothing for when they're broken. It's just saying this activity is forbidden. You know what I mean? I hear you, but I just don't think the community would go for it. I, I completely get the argument because, again, you're not – the a lot of people have suggested this. I just it's like no fusion rifles in this activity. I get it. I just don't think people would go for that. People would not go for that. They wouldn't. I feel like people ask for that, though. They don't. They don't. They hate it. People hate the Iron Banner quests and rocket launchers, and that's not even that bad. <laughs> like, people would not go for it. But that's because it's... That's like a block for them to get something they want. This wouldn't... This is just saying... That's the same thing. You, I want loot, but you're telling me I have to use this to get it. 
no, you just can't use this. But that that's like the reverse. It's like two sides of the same coin. But it's like, I have there are to so use many this. Guns in Destiny, taking off one archetype barely limits people. Again, that's the argument, but it does limit it me if I want to use a fusion rifle. Then you can just play another game mode. But what if I want to play Trials? Then you don't use a fusion rifle because that's not what Trials is. I don't like that. I don't get why you don't like that. What if I want to use a scout rifle? Because because what if it comes for something I want to use? I use scout rifles all the time. Oh, can't use scout rifles this week. Oh, guess I'm boned. Just go play something else. That's stupid. No, don't limit people. Just fix the game so it, I don't have to why use would, a fusion why rifle. Why would it, you not be able to use scout rifles, though? I'm saying things that aren't like... Like, if it's, if it's precision, you know, skill, like PvP skill-based... And they want you to use PvP skill-based weapons, and it's, like, within the lore of, like, this is for the elite gameplay. But that, again, that, I, I, I hear you, but I just don't, that's, who's to say that a fusion rifle isn't competitive? Like, this, but this, say 14! <laughs> <laughs> this goes to the bigger problem that they just need a competitive rule set that's implemented in game so we don't have these issues. Because you know if you're going well, into this play with... That's basically what I'm, I'm, I'm calling for, yeah. But that, that's, that's the bigger issue. They need to, they do need to have, like, a competitive, because that's what, that's what Destiny Esports does. They, yeah. There's a banned list of shit you... Exactly. I'm with you, but they shouldn't do that, they shouldn't implement, they should implement that as across the board not just for trials for one week that's that's don't do that make it permanently for comp they do have the framework for that though like they could just do that with what the crucible is they could just write that into that like i don't and i agree with you if they do that don't make it just for trials yeah if do it across the board for comp all competitive playlists this is how you have to play do that don't make it just for trials you have to do this. That's Don't do that. If they make it across the board and they make that the competitive standard, then I completely agree. Yeah. But only if they do that. Don't just tell me one week I can't do this. Like, that's... Nah. Nah, nah, nah. But again, that goes to a bigger problem with them in general. I feel like they just need more COD-type playlists. Tell me... If, if I want to do that, go into that playlist. And then you know this is how people play in this playlist. That would alleviate a lot of this. Like, Bungie, playlists. That's all. That's all, you know? But, uh, is that it for PvP? Can we touch PvE now? Yeah, let's talk about it. All right, so this will be kids mainly. I mean, I, I played, I actually played I a decent amount. We've probably done about the same amount. I was about to say, I've played a decent amount of PvE this season, actually. But, it's so, been fun this season. It really has. So with uh, Season of Dawn, we got the Menagerie-style activity, the Sundial, the sundial. which is really cool. So there's uh, four obelisks? Four obelisks. One on Mars, one on Nessus. Tangled Shore. Tangled Shore and EDZ. Yes. There's four obelisks. You can level them up to 11, and at each level, each couple levels, it's like level three, level six, level nine. You get different upgrades for your obelisk, which give you different perks that help you throughout the season. Like there are these uh, weapon frames that you can uh, time loss bounties. They're time loss bounties. They're basically just weapon frames, like from Ada, and you they give you like a random thing, like go get scout rifle kills, and then you fifth, uh, you do it, you turn it in, you get a gun, right? So you can get up to, you level up the obelisk and you can unlock it to where you get up to four of those. And then 
again, there's also a buff that you can get. I was just about to say, again, each obelisk has different things. So there's a buff to increase the, uh, up, like how fast you do those by like 25% on the battle pass. One of the nodes is like increases time loss things by 10%. I just got that one. So it's like you stack them. It's like you get 25 from the obelisk, 10% from the buff, 10% from the battle pass. You're doing these bounties pretty quick. So you can get guns that way. Or you can get up to four in the sundial. I think up to four. Up to four if you level up your obelisks and your uh, battle pass. You can get up to four drops in the sundial. Um, which, again, is another nice way uh, to chase the gun. So if you're doing it efficiently, you can get, I think, uh, Cool Guy. Shout out Cool Guy on YouTube. I am Cool Guy. Um, you said if you're doing it efficiently, you can get up to like eight drops per run doing the time loss bounties and uh, the sundial runs which is pretty nice that's upwards to generous menagerie we all remember like, before menagerie was uh uh nerf nerf yeah. yeah we we all remember what that was like you were getting eight nine eight drops nine time drops every run. time yeah. even more on pc because they can they're moving faster um you know worldline skating and all that so so it, it so it's, it's fun it's nice it's fun nice loot grind there's a there's a lot of cool guns we got a new i think i don't no, we didn't have this information last podcast, but there's a new grenade launcher type waveform. Basically, you shoot at the ground. It puts out like a the wave grenade that Titans have. Uh, I, I think they're the only class that has that, those grenades. Like the boosh ones. The, like, the big wave of fire. It's basically the same as the void wall. Yeah, but it's not as... It's, not as, it's, the, it's like the Titan... You know what I'm saying though? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. the fire warlock doesn't have that grenade. No, no, no. Titans are the only one that has that grenade. But basically, it's like the Titan fire grenade where it just throw you throw it down. It's like a wall that constantly pulses, um, as opposed to like the void wall, which is just like constantly a, a wall. Well, it's like void wall, the Titan one, and then the arc web. They like each class has one ground. That's like specific, but yeah. they're each on a different subclass. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um. So that's the Titan one. The grenade is basically like a Titan grenade. It's pretty cool. Um, and then we also got, uh, cause we were speculating, uh, in the last podcast, but we did get back, um, some more of the, they were the, from Curse of Osiris weapons. The, the Curse of Osiris. What are they called? Prophecy weapons. Prophecy weapons, yes. yes um, yes. we got the pulse rifle and then Jack we got King. the hand cannon, Jack Queen King three. Um, so people can go chase those. They're not that good, but whatever. Um, um, and it's also cool that with each obelisk, um, there's also like a throwback weapon. So if you don't have like a good bygones, you can go farm out like a bygones or if black, one is black scorpion, yeah. you know, me, I'd love two sixties. Yeah. If you don't have a good, I, you know, I already have like a God roll, so I'm not chasing it and I love symmetry so much, but if you need a good two sixty, definitely farm for black scorpion. Um, and yeah, so it's pretty, there's a pretty good loot grind. I know on the last podcast, we were spec, a lot of people were speculating that there wouldn't be a good loot grind. And, and, uh, it, a lot of people, um, I don't know, like the trailer and stuff were cool, but a lot of people were kind of hesitant because this season was like one of the longer ones, um, just cause like Christmas and stuff. Um, people were not sure that we would have like a lot of stuff to chase. And it turns out there's a lot of stuff to chase. A lot of guns, a lot of cool guns, a lot of great guns. A lot of bounties. A lot of bounties to do. Um, so for, you know, hardcore XP grinders, there's a lot of stuff to do. Which rank up with season pass. Yes. Which is a lot more stuff. Mm-hmm. And the fractal line is like, it's a cool currency to be chasing for. Yeah. Grinding for. Yeah. Because it's like, you don't get it that fast, but when you do get it, you're happy. And I feel like the the hundred drops are are, are nice because yeah. that, that's that's like 
it's like a third of the bar, so that's not bad. Um, but sometimes they're taking up some time. It does it does take some time to farm, but again, I only really play PV, PvP. I've done PvE a decent amount this season just because they kind of force you with Season of Dawn, and it's fun trying to get chase guns and just go kill enemies. It's nothing too crazy. Knock um, out some patrols or public events. Right, yeah. It's that nothing you normally wouldn't know. That I wouldn't normally do. Yeah, stuff like that, it's cool. Um, so I'm not, I'm not like too mad at it. You know what I mean? It's not like too taxing PVE. Um, and, and there's a lot of stuff to grind. I feel like, like I said, I feel like before there was like a lot of, uh, question as to much, how much we'd be able to do this season, but there's actually a lot. Um, what do you think? Yeah. I think compared to last season, I like it a lot more than last season. It's, it's a lot better. The, yeah. The, uh, season of the undying, it just... Within that, the Vex offensive, it was what, the four guns and that was it? That was it. That was it. We like, had so many more guns with Season of Dawn. It, like, it's ridiculous. It just feels like a better loot pool, and it is. But again, um, they I know, like, we talked about it, they kind of had to because they couldn't pair it with a huge expansion like Shadowkeep. Yeah. So Season of the Undying was purposely not as good. Exactly. But that being said, you got, within a vacuum, we have to compare the seasons, we right? We do. It, like, so... That that is the comparison, right? Um, and if we compared it to other seasons, I think it's pretty good. I, you know, with the exception of season of opulence because of the menagerie. I think know. yeah, I was about to say it was probably my second favorite season because if we want to count last year's seasons, count season of dawn. Yeah. So it was my second favorite after menagerie, yeah. ba- mainly because it's a menagerie clone season, <laughs> and the, all of the seasons before menagerie were kind of. Kind of, eh. You know, we had Season of the Drifter, which is... Super booty. Almost one of the worst, besides... I think it was the worst. Because I like Black Army and, uh, obviously, Opulence more than that Season of Drifter. Season you think Drifter. it's worse than Osiris? Oh, like, of all of the expansions? I guess... I, I thought we were just comparing last, like, all of, like, the current ones, you know? Yeah, Because it's kind of hard to compare it to the old system. Yeah, that is. That is true. You know what I mean? Yeah, Season of Drifter is the worst. For sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> um, and so a lot of good guns came out of Season of the Drifter. Yeah. A lot of good perks came out of Season of the Drifter. That's the um, crazy part, is that's a terrible season, but a lot of everlasting guns came like, from that season. And fucking spare rations. Game. Everyone's but, favorite hand cannon came from that season. The Reckoning was horrible. Oh, um, so bad. I've, I've literally played that maybe three times. The Gambit Prime attachment to the reckoning was not fun and the rng was just brutal super terrible super terrible and so like you can if like we compare that to this season it's amazing you know uh shout out to lono again say no to rage he always talks about intentionality and right there's so much of intentionality in this season and like when you get on you make a choice of what you want to do what you want to get and then you go do it Right. And that's like the beautiful part. It's like, like you said, there's so much intentionality. It's the menagerie. It's like they've, I'm pretty sure they've learned their lesson as to what the community likes. And this menagerie style grind with the bounties, even taking similar to what, like I said, with Ada, like the weapon bounties, they've kind of infused that with the time loss bounties. Like the fractal line is nice in the bounties because you don't have to go through like the whole room system of the menagerie or the moat system. I kind of like the runes though. And then the rune finder buffs. That was like, it wasn't like, like, even today, I have, like, an abundance of runes. Like, I was never hurting for runes. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Like, I kind of liked the runes. And then having to, like, the community having to figure out the combinations for the masterwork. That was nice. And the spreadsheets. Like, Menagerie was wonderful. It, it was, but, like... This I, is, I like, guess, almost I guess a, a too worse, simple. A worse one is, like, the moat system for, um, once again, Season of the Drifter. Oh, no, that was terrible. That was trash. I just... I, I like not having to go through this whole thing to complete a gun or to get what I want. Right. It, it's nice to just have the bounties and then that's it. Right. Yeah, no, it's 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 wonderful intentionality. That being said, I don't know. Like, I love it. I'm just, it, I don't know. <sighs> like, what if next season isn't like this? Is it going to be, like, immediately trash? Like, I hope this isn't, like, the, the only standard, you know? Yeah. I just, I hope there's something else coming. Like, I want like another hidden quest. I want another outbreak perfected quest. Or I mean, we still like don't that. have the hand cannon or the sidearm, that's the exotic true. one. So that's a quest. That quest is coming out. So we're getting week? that stuff. Is it next week? I don't know. It's sometimes know. we're getting it soon. Yeah, you know, it's got to be soon. Um, yeah, I'm actually excited about that. Yeah, because that sidearm looks run. really cool. Hopefully, that'll be a good quest. Yeah, I still want to see. I li- but I like the the unexpected, like, someone, you see a video on YouTube and you're like, what? That's not true. And then you find out it is true and you're like, oh, I gotta do this quest. Right. And I feel like they haven't done that in a while. Yeah. I Yeah, and that's, and that's a good point. Like, I feel like Outbreak, like, specifically was, like, super cool just because of, like, how it rolled out. And then the whole community kind of, like... Like, I always say, like, that's one of the few times in recent memory that I've just, like, put on my comms and, like, went into the the area and was, like, dancing around and was, like, somebody match with me. Because, like, we were, if if you guys remember for the Outbreak quest, you have to go to the farm and then there's that Taken Captain from that one, whatever, I forget the mission. But the one of the story missions, there's, like, a Taken Captain that gets away. So he's in the farm and you have to, like, go find him. He's, like, in the basement. Rethrax, yes. Um, so that part was so cool because you're doing that quest day one and everyone's like at the farm trying to figure out where to go. And like me, I'm a solo player. So like I was trying to find a team to do this because I was at the last part. I'm like, let's do it. I'm trying to find a team and everyone's just in the, in the farm. Nobody goes to the farm. Right. So, you know, everybody that's there is doing one thing. It's for one thing, trying to get outbreaks. So I just started dancing with people and like messaged them and was like, let's do it. And then I got it day one because of that. We got it on like our third time. And that's some destiny shit. And that's some destiny shit. And, like, that's, like, a perfect example of what the kid's talking about is something, like, just, like, spur of the moment, like, one of those secret quests. Hopefully Devil's Run or whatever it's called is is similar to that and gives, yeah. you, gives us that, like, surprise, like, community has to figure it out element. Because there really hasn't been anything like that. Even for, like, the PvE guys, I always talk about it. That dumb Mars quest they had us do that was literally for nothing – those should be just every month for fun for the PvE guys like Glad who are bored as shit. And yeah, the community events. like yeah. yeah, like just literally that shit was just... do one every season. This shit was just arbitrary numbers. It was so arbitrary that they had to bump them because we did it too quick. Yeah. Like, these are shits you could come up with any day and it would just... Like you said, like, because it funneled pe- for that week or month, whatever it was. It funneled people into... It was on Escalation Protocol Mars. Yeah. It was on Mars. So people who were just doing Escalation Protocol because they were trying to help 
could run that and try and finish off Wayfair or whatever they're get trying to get. Get all their guns and... Yeah, like, all of that. Like No, that was a smart move. Yeah, and that's the, ty- and that's the type of shit where it's just, like, if you... Like, it's easy, and it can force the community to do old content. And I think that's more shit that they need to, like, implement going forward. We're doing this January 1st, 2020. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Um, So, just going forward, I think that's more stuff that they can do. And it can kind of give the semblance of more things going to do going forward. Yeah, I agree. And and center it around whatever we're doing for the season. You know, if, if, if everything you know, this season's kind of about the cabal. Make us go fight cabal in the EDZ or something. You know what I mean? Kill this many cabal. And then that, that can have people like doing doing double duty. You know what I'm saying? Knowing, oh, hey, I need to, I have a time lost bounty that's cabal. Instead of farming the Leviathan, I can go to earth and help out the community. You know what I mean? Exactly. And just force people to do stuff like that. That's just easy and fun. The seasonal activity, like, not doing a community event for the Vex Offensive, in my opinion, was just stupid. Yeah. It's just like... Yeah. That's a perfect thing for that, and people just stop playing it. Right. I mean, even the Sundial, it's like, I'll run it just to get more rolls of a gun, but it it doesn't really have that replayability to it. But I feel like if there was a community event and it, event and it was like, get... 100 million kills in the sundial. The community has to do this for Osiris in this amount of time. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know people are playing the sundial anyway. This is just extra motivation. Exactly. And people would do it and they'd be on that shit. And you... It's not where, like, a bounty where people have to get kills themselves so they're still trying to steal kills from each other or, you know, not reviving people because they need to get the kills themselves. It's like, the more kills everybody gets the better for the community. Right. That's the type of shit where it would just be like super easy, super perfect, and it can kind of give the semblance of, hey, there's a lot of shit to do, guys. Um, Not that that I necessarily think this season needs it, but again, just going forward, I think that's easy shit that Bungie can do to kind of keep the community busy. Um, So getting into the last part of Season of the Dawn is the story and Saint-14 and the lore and everything that we've kind of gotten. This is kind of, I would say, kids... Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, spoilers if you haven't played it but um, or seen it because I haven't done the story mission. But I've seen it. Um, but, yeah, I would say this is kind of kids, more kids beef. <laughs> so I don't know how much we talked about in the last podcast. Well, we this. didn't because this was before. At the last podcast, we only had the trailer. We didn't have, like, anything to go on. Really? Mm-hmm. The season had, had the season had started a little bit. Had it? Yeah. So we had played into the season. We talked about some of the biggest changes in the season. Oh, we did. We did it like a week after. We did. Okay, that's a good point. We did. Okay, so yeah. So yeah, I mean nothing's really changed other than yeah. Saint Fourteen came. So essentially, uh we go back in time where Osiris had tried Millions of times, apparently, and we find how trash. I'm sorry, how trash is Osiris that we did that shit first try, and this nigga tried infinite amounts infinite of times, amount of times <laughs> with infinite amount of clones of himself, and still couldn't get it done. That is what a trash guardian, trash warlocks for Come you, right? On. Am I right? For real. <laughs> 
called Dress Wearers. I know. Hunter Master Race. Anyway. But we bring back the Titan. We bring back Saint for 14. First, the first quest you go back, you actually give him the perfect Paradox shotgun. I don't know if we talked about this in the last one. No, podcast. I don't think that had happened But, yet. like, that's the perfect Paradox. Uh, and it's actually really cool. Like, it's, it's a nice story that we were the reasons that he got the shotgun in the first place. And Bife pointed it out. It's like it completed the perfect paradox. The perfect paradox. Mm-hmm. And that's just out of the park on Bungie's part. Right. Um, but it's weird, you know, Saint 14 and Osiris don't really ever interact despite... Yeah, like... Like their history and... Best friends and shit. You know, he goes straight to the tower and they talk about each other kind of, but... You do bounties for both of them even after he comes back, but there's no, you know, connection. Even in the the cinematic, they're never together or anything like that. So that's weird. I think it. I think a lot, and maybe they'll build on this, but I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he had been gone for so long from the tower. I don't know if Osiris knows how to come back. You know what I mean? I don't know if this has any lore. But it's like the speaker's gone. Like, there's no one there who hates him anymore. There, you know, like... Yeah, I know. It's just, from what I remember, anyway, from, like, Icor, it just seemed like when he left, he was very much, like, kind of... Like, everyone was looking at him like he was crazy. But it was really because of the speaker. Because the speaker just hated that again. Yeah, that's true. I don't... And that's why I'm saying they should have made Saint-14 the speaker. But it does, seems like he's the trials vendor now. They should have been made... Ikora the speaker first of all she yeah she, she basically is because yeah, she really don't do shit no more she's in the same spot that the speaker was basically in D1 yeah she built a, the damn portal that didn't do anything and then they took it down for no reason yeah I mean I'm, I'm I don't know I liked it I'm, I'm glad he's back but again he's just now he's just gonna be forgotten and added to the long list of vendors that do nothing until yeah. until trials comes back anyway because after this season assuming trials doesn't immediately come back next season what is he doing in the tower next season because we're not going to need like, we don't even know if he is going to like we don't know just like last season we don't know how much of the seasonal content valid fucking point he might stay. not even stay you know like i just pointed out that portal was gone as soon as i completed it it's a good point. That's a good point because I was just about to say he only has Fractaline Bounty. So if Trials doesn't come back, he's just going to be standing there doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so he he probably isn't going to... He's probably going to leave and I don't know where the fuck he would go, but... That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, I don't know. In, into the Infinite Force with Osiris again for whatever reason, I guess. And, they, and the two of them just leave. The Sundial place on Mercury will probably just disappear. Yeah, that's just going to be gone. Yeah, that's true. How's this season going to end? Kind of looking forward, I guess. You know what I mean? Because there's been a lot of shit that's been like... I don't know. Like Because the Vex invasion, the reason why Osiris came is because we fucked up the timeline. What are the repercussions of what we're doing now that's going to cause next season? I think... Maybe Mercury is just gonna change. I think people, a lot of people speculate this that like the present Mercury is somehow gonna get changed, shifted to like what it looked like back then, either the future or past or something like that. I think that would be cool. I think it would be cool if they did some shit where like 
Osiris finally meets Brother Vance and like just goes to where he is on Mercury mm. and st- kind of stays as a character and maybe the two of them are just standing there. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, if he's really going to be the Trials character, he should just take... Because Osiris isn't going to stay. He never stays, right? Mm. So, like, I'm thinking Osiris will or Saint will be up there with Brother Vance. And that would be cool, like... And kind of take his spot. Pull the three of them up there for, like, the final thing and then Osiris goes back to the Infinite Forest, like always. Mm-hmm. And, Brother Vance just stays there with Saint. And maybe he goes back to the tower every week when it's trials. Every trials week. Oh, and that's how he comes back. back Yeah, okay. And that would be dope. That'd be cool. But... Because that's true. That's a good point. I guess if he's the trials vendor anyway, he wouldn't need to stay all the time anyway. So they could kind of build it into the story why he would need to leave and then come back anyway. And it would make... You know, Vance cooler, you know, doing flashpoints on Mercury cooler because, hey, he's standing with St. 14 and they could have different voice dialogues going off of each other. Yeah. And it wouldn't be, like, that's one of the problem with the NPCs is they're all alone on every planet and it, they just seem so, they're just robots, you know, they're, like they're all just the exact same thing over and over again. Again, after their after their respective expansions, they just become XP fodder, and that's it. That's it, and it's like either get rid of them or you know do something with them. Yeah, yeah. You got us baking cookies, giving us cookies to them. Have them do something like on the regular, not just for the cookie events. Like I don't know, they could do so much with vendors though. That's yeah, that's one of the, and again, uh, we, we reference Lono, we watch a lot of Destiny content creators, but like, he always talks about it, is that it's just wasted potential with all of the NPCs that literally do nothing for yeah. us. Yeah, that's something they gotta figure out, but, you know, just kind of wrap up the podcast, uh, what are some of your favorite moments from 2019? Like I said, Outbreak Perfected, that was really dope. Yeah, that was good. Patch notes the event. <laughs> Patch notes the event. Arc week. Oh my god, that was trash. <laughs> I forgot about Patch notes the event. Patch notes the event. That, that was, was crazy. Shout out. Who said that? Paul Tassie? That was so funny. Yeah, that was Paul. On yeah, Fire Team yeah. Chat. yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, yeah, those are all. Those were funny. Um, I I really like the new throwing knife. The the solar updates. Yes, the solar. I'm a I'm a golden gun hunter now. I was a night stalker for however many years, but those golden gun changes are just phenomenal for gunplay. If you like gunplay, you have to be a golden gun hunter. Um, for a second, came out in 2018, right? Yeah, that was last year. Yeah. Uh, this year's best expan or big expansion was, was Shadow Keep. Yeah. And- I'm not gonna lie, I still like Forsaken over Shadow Key. Yeah. Well, I, I'm probably up there with you. I liked Outbreak Perfect. It was probably one of my favorite like community things that happened. Yeah. And just like everything that happened that season was just like amazing. Like figuring out like you know how to get the catalyst. I remember because it was like a huge puzzle on how what switches and going stuff. back with yeah. the different. You had to get the orbs, the different uh, combinations, and it, like you could only do it like once per like one all, element a week. Yeah, yeah, like all of that shit was just like super super cool to me. Like I I never got the catalyst. I but 
neither. Yeah, because it, it really doesn't do that much unless you play PvE. It doesn't do much in PvP. I mean, I guess it could because it's like a bigger Steve Cloud, but whatever. Um, that gun's kind of falling off a little bit, but... But it was so fun. It was so good, and that's literally... And that's honestly probably my... Now that I remember it, that's my favorite for sure because I literally got that day one and then was like, I'm taking this into comp, and that's how I got my recluse. <laughs> was literally that same day, just got it... Or the next day, I take that back, and literally just played, like, five straight hours of comp and got Recluse just all with Outbreak Perfected, like, day one. Uh, getting Recluse was uh, definitely a favorite moment. You definitely helped me get Yes, that. I was about to say, I helped you with a lot of that grind. And that was, that was yes. rewarding. Um, back when it was OP as fuck. Yes. At a necessary time. It, it was good. It was fun. Yeah. I haven't used it really that much at all. It's not that good anymore, man. I haven't even tried it. I don't even see that many people using it, which is wonderful. I think other SMGs just feel good now. and There's just better options. Facts. If you're going to use an SMG. That's a fact. Um, my favorite... I thought favorite guns. Favorite gun of the year, hands down, coming in a late victory with the Season of Dawn reveal. Or coming out, whatever. Symmetry, the exotic scout rifle. Y'all uh, seen it. Y'all know it. That gun is my baby. It's my favorite gun. I already have it masterworked. Almost 800 kills on it. I love that gun. I've. This is one of those things on my checklist I mentioned earlier. I wanted another exotic scout rifle, and they fucking heard me. And guess what? It's my favorite archetype, too. 260 rounds per minute. Oh, it's wonderful. It's so much fun. You can switch to Arc Seeker mode once you have a couple stacks of Revolution and just two burst anybody. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> if you have anything over six, your two bursting doesn't matter. Um, oh, it's wonderful. It's my favorite gun, hands down, of the 20. I'm going to be real. My favorite gun, Season of Opulence, Rose. It's a good choice. Rose. That's a good choice. That was. A lot of people like that hand went crazy over that, that hand. That hand was so beautiful. It's just like I, I loved using it. The my problem with Rose is it was at a time when one eighties were just saturating the market to where I was. You remember my God roll service revolver? Yeah. Like I just nothing else even touched. So I was just like, eh. and I remember because I had a, I had a nice service revolver and I had a nice spare rations at the same time, and. I got Rose and Trust. I think I was using Trust a lot. Yeah, Trust is a good one. Yeah, yeah, that was. I, I'm not gonna lie. I don't miss that hand cannon meta at all. But I just felt like it could compete with NFs and Lunas at that time, when they were everywhere. Yeah, that was like looking back on like a lot of how we what we used to have to deal with with like the NF and just hand cannon rage in general. I, like it's I, it's, it's kind of crazy just for me personally that I adapted that because I don't like hand cannons. Like I'll use them if I have to. I do yeah. not prefer hand cannons. Like I'm a scout rifle guy. I love laning pulses if I have to. Even though I think pulses, sadly, I think pulses kind of need a buff now. But um, because nobody really like you can use pulses, but I I don't see them as much because it's like either scouts or up close hand cannon shotty. Like, yeah. there's no in-between with pulses, which is really where pulses live, is that in-between. Um, so maybe maybe a little buff um, there. Uh, definitely lightweight frames, for sure. Lightweight frames are trash. Like, they haven't been good since year one of Destiny. I think we just need a pulse that's kind of like uh, Symmetry. 
They just need more guns like symmetry. Yeah, like well, yeah, more guns in general. Like period. Symmetry, yeah. But again, the sidearm is kind of like symmetry to where it switches. So hopefully that's like the new like design going forward is guns that can like switch. Oh yeah, because it's got that laser. Yeah, because it can switch to like a laser, and symmetry can switch to like electric Jotun, basically. I got that new PVE sidearm, uh, buzzard. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. You didn't have it? I just got it. Yeah, I like grind. I I, I said I, you didn't have it. I just got it like a week ago. But it's amazing. I yeah. love it. Because it's the only primary 300 RPM uh, sidearm. sidearm. And I love fucking that archetype of 300s. They feel like more consistent in the mid-range, which is usually where you're, you're competing with hand cannons anyway. And they can definitely beat them out. I still think Drang is the most is the best hand cannon or sidearm in the game. But Buzzard is really fucking good and it's really consistent, really good accuracy. You think Drang's better than Lonesome? Yeah, yeah, no question. Right. Yeah. If you get one spec out for range and you have quick draw on that bitch, you just boop, 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 boop. Dead. I do like Drang. Although I haven't gotten a good I haven't started farming uh is it Traveler's Judgment? The the sidearm they brought back? The prophecy weapon? Was that a sidearm? Yeah, and it's a. That's what niggas are farming now because they want uh, oh, that yeah. or last hope. Because it turns last out hope, yeah. the four fifty one RPM archetype is like OD for uh, DPS. <laughs> so all the PVE niggas are trying to get a good last hope roll or a traveler's judgment for your uh, PVE. Yeah, I got a, a pretty decent last hope roll. What'd you get? It's like. Quick draw rampage. See, mine's good for PvP, but not PvE. It's like trash for PvE. Well, I got I one like, like I think I had one with quick draw. I like rampage on uh, side sidearms arms because it yeah. stacks so quick. Right, and that's like perfect for mowing down people. Yeah. Right. Um. So that's really it, man. I think you got yeah. anything else? Nah. So, uh, we're we'll definitely come back in the next couple weeks. Give y'all a wrap up because I know, like we said, we're gonna get a couple quests here. Something's going to happen to Saint-14 or Osiris. We don't know. Yeah. Um, so we'll come back uh, in a couple weeks, give you all an update on where Season of Dawn is at. Hopefully have some more content to talk about. Yes, definitely have some more content to talk about. It's 2020, so definitely be checking me out at MCO the Sky King on Twitter. I'm going to be streaming definitely more consistently now. Um, so definitely check me out. Follow him on Twitch. Yes, follow uh, Tree City Gamers on Twitch. Uh, follow Kid at uh, is it Tree City Kid? Tree City Kid. Tree City Kid on Twitter. Um, yeah, man, we appreciate all of you. Uh, check out all the new content that's dropping on TreeCityRecords.com. You get updates on literally everything. Uh, Kid was just editing the uh, website before we started, so definitely check it out. Order you some merch. You know got what I'm the saying? hoodies on deck. You know what I mean? So definitely, uh, you know, keep up with us. We appreciate all the support. New podcast, new music, new content. Yes, the Black Hoodie Rap Tape just dropped. You can check that out on TreeStateRecords.com. That's me and Intellect. Go check us out. Um, just fire. Just bars. And we got Paradox. We got a Paradox feature. He came out of retirement for us. Hell yeah. So check us out for sure. Um, late Night Trip. Uh, big single out on all platforms. WDSL two still out on the website. Um, and yeah, man, we appreciate all of you, man. It's twenty twenty. We're coming to get it. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, buddy. Peace. Thanks for listening to Fire Team Fire Pack Destiny Two podcast. 
Make sure to check out treecityrecords.com and follow us on all our social media.